0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I don't
1: know if I really love this decision. Over the
2: middle, got his man, and look at him go! Jalen Waddle
0: for the touchdown! Welcome to Inside Leverage, your gateway to the fascinating realm of the Miami Dolphins. Join us as we delve deep into the team's dynamic Super Bowl journey. We invite you to share your most scorching takes, unwind, and relish in our captivating experience. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Inside Leverage. I am your host, Tua Messi. We have Wally Wee and uh, French here with us and our special guest, uh, Zach Selby. Uh, Zach, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself to the people. Let them know where they can find your work and uh, just, you know, give them a little background.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, I've been the senior writer for the Commanders, well, the Redskins, Washington football team slash Commanders for the past four years. Now it's my fifth season, uh, started in 2019. I um, come from good old Tennessee, but I've been in DC, the DMV, for about seven years now. Um, but yeah, you can find all more if you're interested in learning more commander stuff at Zach Selby WC and at commanders.com, of course. And uh, if you're interested in some baking stuff, uh, check out my Instagram at Zach B. Selby, where I have, make a lot of uh, good old Southern style baking stuff. So.
0: Well, hey, um, I'm actually a culinary professional myself, so I'll definitely uh, go ahead and check you out on, on Insta, see what you got cooking up. Um, so, I mean, as a baker, what what do you guys have in the oven in, 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 in Washington, man? What's coming out of that oven, man? It, it seems like you guys have some things you're working at. Uh, you got the enemy in the building. And, I mean, Sam Howell, looks, he looks the part for the most part. I mean, there's some hiccups here and there, but still young and to be expected. But overall, some good things, some good flashes leading the league in passing. Where, where, what do where, where you guys got cooking, man, over there in Washington?
1: Well, what's cooking is not the result that I think that a lot of people thought they were going to get whenever they put all the ingredients in, for sure. Um, yeah, like the, I think there's definitely some promise in some areas, right, I think the enemy in the offense is is they've had their moments where they've looked really good they've had uh, moments where they've looked not so great um but it seems like for the most part they're starting to build some sort of chemistry together between the enemy and sam howell and you, know, you touched on sam howell i think i think everyone kind of hoped that he would turn into something uh something more than just being a fifth round draft pick a lot of people think he was Underdrafted. Uh, I was one of those people actually uh, before he came to the Commanders, but I um, I think everyone kind of hoped that he would be you know okay we'll give him the shot we'll give him you know a chance to prove himself. But I don't think anybody expected him to be leading the league in passing yards with five games left. I mean now of course to be fair they I don't think anyone expected them to be throwing the ball um, almost sixty eight it's almost seventy percent of the time like they have I mean, there's there are a couple ways to look at that, right like i think the main way I've, appre- I've approached it is you're 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 making a young quarterback throw the ball 40 45 times a game and he's for the most part he's not he's not putting you in a terrible spot to win game now obviously the, pick, the picks there's been a couple of pick sixes um he's had some ugly throws here and there especially in the beginning part of the season but he's thrown for 300 yards in four of the last five games, and I think you—he's one of the, a good example of how you really need to wait for a young quarterback to really develop. Because we all see the potential, and the talent, which is something that Washington has not really had a quarterback for consistently, at least for the most part of two decades. Um, so we're we're hoping that he turns into that guy, and I I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up trying to build around him next season. But um, the big the big story is the defense, right? The defense hasn't really been up. To what I think a lot of people's expectations were here in the DMV, Um, the secondary has uh, they give up more explosive passes than any other secondary in the league. I mean, there have been some good, they're good pieces. I think there's a misconception, but I think they're good players, but they just haven't always lived up to the sum of their parts in a lot of areas, and that's been frustrating. Because I think if you have a better defensive performance, they probably would have probably would have won a lot more of these games. Um, But yeah, I I think the defense has has. Disappointed generally, um, both in both in the secondary and up front, which is why Ron Rivera decided to relieve Jack Del Rio of his duties as defensive coordinator and take over the play calling responsibilities himself. It's going to be a little different for sure. Um, they're going to simplify a lot of things, but um, these last five games are about the development of, of the offense, particularly Sam Howell, and seeing what you can do to try to improve this defense because. You are what you are. Your your stats are your stats. right now they're giving up more points and almost more yards than any other team in the league. Um, but I I, I would like to think that this team is a uh, defense is a is a little bit better than that. And how much we'll see in the next five games.
3: Hey, Zach. Uh this is French. When you talk about your defense, what would you say would be the Achilles heel of this defense? Something that you see too uh being able to take advantage of whether it's the run game or whether it's the pass game.
1: Yeah. So I think this one's an easy one and it's explosive plays. They, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, this, this even has given up more explosive plays than any other defense in the league. Now, conversely, Miami has caused the most explosive plays in the NFL. So that's not exactly something that's a, not a good matchup for Washington. Um, so you're, you're hoping that they're going to find some sort of way to, Contain this Miami offense, which is not it's not the easiest thing to do, right? Because you've got Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle; like those are two of the fastest players in the NFL. Tua is playing at a career high level right now because of the, what what Mike McDaniel is doing to put him in best the best position to succeed. You've got the receivers who are coming up. I mean, Tyree Hill might break a record this year. Um, and I think what really has impressed me the most about that offense is the run game now i'm a big run game guy i don't think there's anything prettier in the world than a really well executed run play um and what i really like is i mean i think there's like 13 miami players who have touched the ball at least once rushing the ball so he's gotten a lot of different players involved in it and they're so creative with the way they run their plays too like the, the the blocks the combos the 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 way they're able to hit the holes, all of it's so great. I mean, Raheem Mostert is, is he's 31 years old and about to he could potentially hit a thousand yards as a rusher. Like that's that's pretty crazy to see a 30-year-old do that. Um, so I think the explosive play is 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 gonna they're gonna be a problem for Washington. There's no other way to put it. And I'm really interested to see what Rivera as the play caller is gonna be doing to try to limit these guys. Um, because like I said, like, stopping them is it's it's been a challenge that not a lot right. of teams have really figured out.
3: Well, let me ask you this on the offensive side of the ball, what what's your thing? What uh I, I see from a distance, Sam how uh putting up numbers comparable with my quarterback, and I'm like, who's that guy over there? Tell me what, what, what's the secret sauce? What what look what what is he doing over there that, that that has him in the upper echelon as far as passing yards?
1: Well, I think the big thing is that one, they are he is throwing the ball, I think what I think with 50 more attempts, more than the next person. Well, I think it's either Josh Allen or Tua, who is who is right there below him. Um, but so that he's having more opportunities for sure. Um, but he's also he's also like hitting these passes too. Like I think that's that's a big thing. Like he's getting he's getting a lot, a lot of opportunities and he's hitting on a lot of opportunities. The ball placement he 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 has is sometimes like it's 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 at an elite level. Like there's no other way to put it because he. He knows where to put the ball where only his receiver can catch it. Now there are some moments where he makes some, for lack of an alternative, some, some dumb decisions. I mean, there was a there was a play uh, near the end of halftime uh, against the New England Patriots where he tries to throw the ball away and he goes right into a, a, a Patriots player's hands. Like that's that I don't know like what he was looking at. It was just a baffling play considering they were so close to putting more points up on the board. Um, but you have those moments. But at the same time, he's he's not afraid to let his players. Go out there and and make plays for him. Like he's not afraid to stretch the ball down the field. He's not afraid to let to sling it. Um, but he also he also has done a better job of getting out in space and rolling out and finding these other options underneath too. That's an area that he's really improved on from earlier this year. Because that's one of the reasons why he was and well, I guess he is still the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. He's getting sacked at a historic rate. Now it's a little more normal. I would say it's still probably slightly above average, but he's he's improving consistently. I don't think there's been a, a game where I haven't seen him do something that's a little bit better than what he was doing last week. Um, so yeah, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I think he's he's a really smart guy. He doesn't let anything really rattle him. He's not afraid to throw the ball downfield, and he's getting it. He's getting out of the pocket, which is I think one of his better qualities that didn't really get used that much. Uh, early in the year. So it's a combination of a lot of things, but um, I think he's, I think because of all that, I think he's shown a lot of promise um, because again, this guy has less than 16 starts under his belt. He's leading the league in passing yards. Like that's, that's kind of crazy to to think about. Um, And warts and all, it's it's a lot of promise for what could be for the future for him.
0: So uh, going into this week, uh, do you guys foresee the same game plan in which it's it's a little, I don't want to say pass happy, but a little more pass dominant. And you're kind of, you know, trying to get the ball down the field consistently because I think, you know, arguably it's one of the best secondaries in the NFL. I'm, I'm trying not to be a homer and say the best, but, you know, <laughs> with Rams and Holland and Xavier Howard rolling around, and Deshaun Elliott has been a steal for us from the Lions. He's playing at an extremely high level. The communication on the back end is A1. You got Fangio calling the plays. You know, there's a lot of post-snap disguise. Um, that's going to be coming into play. So, do you foresee them having uh, Sam just you know sling the rock around the field, or do you expect them to get Brian Robinson some natural running back touches outside of like the you know you know the extensions of the run game? I see you guys do a lot of like short passes with him and things like that to get him out in space.
1: Well, I think they they definitely have leaned on the run game a little bit more uh, recently. I think his his t- uh, Brian Robinson's touches have 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 grown a little bit over the last few weeks, but. This is, I think, one thing that, for better or for worse, Airbnb's, like, identity as a play caller is that he's going to pass the ball. Like, that's that's kind of what he does. Um, so I, would ex- I wouldn't I would expect that to really change all that much. And, honestly, I would argue that that probably gives them the best chance to win, even though they are throwing into the one of the best secondaries in the NFL. Because I mean, they've got some decent receivers, and you're going to need to put up points against this this Miami, like, this Miami team, no matter what you're doing, because I, even, even if, even if the defense for Washington does improve, I could easily still see Miami putting up 28 points. Like, th- like that's, that's not outside the realm of possibility. So they're going to have to match that in some way. Like, yeah, like the defense is going to have to do their job, but there's no other way you're going to have to match these guys point for point. And that's not ideal for sure. Because I mean, you know, the enemy called the or it's a, I think it was a world star track team. And that's about as accurate as you can put it, because it is. Um, So there's no way you can just have a slugfest with these guys. You're going to have to go out there and not – you're going to have to try to beat them at their own game, which, again, has not been easy for any other opponent.
3: Is this one of those games where they throw the kitchen sink at us, the trick play, the end around, the the loop-de-loop, the the, the onside kick? Is this one of those games where we got to watch out for all the craziness?
1: I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of, like – trick stuff and that's not really been who the enemy is. I know I think some of the past concepts are gonna be interesting. I think some of the run designs are gonna be pretty nice um but at the same time like I I don't really see them doing a lot of crazy stuff. I mean they're just kinda, they're gonna try to beat you at their game and if they if it comes down to it like they may might try to do some things here and there. Um, they might try to score, you know, as many points at, at, at halftime but they can't, as they can, because they normally they they put the pedal, they put the they put their feet on the pedal like constantly. Um, so I would expect them to do that. I don't think you're ever going to see them like lit up from that. Um, but no, I, I don't I don't foresee them doing a lot of crazy stuff. I think they're going to rely on Terry, I think they're going to rely on Jahan and Curtis and B. Rob to try to make them play as naturally.
2: Hey Zach, how you doing? Um, this is Vince Uh I have a question in your mind based on what you got, who you guys played, what team you faced that uh, had the deep, the style of defense that we have, the Vic Fangio defense, and and then vice versa with the offense. What what team that your defense faced that kind of mimics our style or has that style of offense?
1: That that's kind of tough to answer because I don't for either side of the ball. I don't I don't necessarily th- I think I think they both for, I think both sides of the ball for Miami run very unique systems. Um I cuz I don't think I don't think they are like wing Martindale who you know is going to blitz a lot. I don't necessarily think they're going to be like Philadelphia who kind of just runs very they, they know what they're going to do and they're just going to sit out there and they're just going to run their defense. Um I think I mean, you know, BNM was talking earlier today about how much he respects McFandio and how much he's how, like, he he doesn't really. he You got to be patient with Big Fangio's defense, right? Like, it's they're not going, he's not going to, he's going to want to make you, he's going to try to get you to make a mistake. And that is maybe something you, maybe you could say maybe Philadelphia, just because of like they're, they play strength. They like Philadelphia runs their defense away, like, yeah, we're going to run our system and we're going to do what we do and we're going to beat you. Um, but maybe it's sort of similar to that. Um, but I would also, uh, but offensively, there's, I don't think there's any team that runs quite like what, what the Dolphins and do. maybe, I mean, we haven't played them yet, but maybe San Francisco, I would say probably maybe a little bit closer to that just because that how diverse they can be in their offense, but it's going to be any challenge for them. I don't think they, I don't think they've really faced a team quite like Miami this year. Um, so again, I'm very curious to see how they handle it. Cause it's, Again, both sides of the ball have a lot of wrinkles to them that I'm curious to see how
2: they overcome them. I'm curious, what do you you think the approach for both sides of the ball heading to this game? Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be raining. Um, I heard there's going to be some – it's going to be cold for sure, but I'm not sure if it's going to rain a whole lot. In your mind, what do you think is the approach heading to this game um, against the Dolphins?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I I think I heard somewhere that it's like a 55% chance of rain. Um, But again, I I, like, I think the approach is going to be, you got to match, you got to try to match Miami for every single point that they have. Every, every possession you get, you have to go in there and you have to be aggressive. Um, I would definitely foresee them saying, all right, like the, if they hit a fourth down on like the first drive, I could like, I could definitely see them going for it. If it's on the other side of the 50, they're going for it. Like. They have to like against against the Miami offense who can can score at any point, at any time, at any place on the field. You have to get the most out of your possessions. And so I I don't I expect they're all they have always been kind of aggressive in certain areas. But I would expect them to to do whatever they can to to match that Um, defensively. I think I think the biggest thing that I would want for Washington's defense is. Again, you're not going to be able to stop Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle like consistently. Like you're just not going to be able to do that. Like Tyreek Kill is going to have one, two explosive plays on Sunday. Um, but I would say get back. Get the secondary needs to get back as much as they can because um, if you if you let them dink and dunk down the field, I think you've got a better chance to do that. It. And it's not to say that Miami can't just go down the field and score on you in chunks because they can. Um, i just think it comes down to not getting not letting up the not getting the giving up the big play i think that's a, been a big point of emphasis for for washington all year now they haven't really executed on that but i think that's a big point for them especially against this kind of offense where honestly every single play could be a big play um so they're gonna have to focus on that and i think maybe they're going to try to have to get get some more pressure on on tua now they i mean they do they do have the like lowest pressure rate in the league Despite being eighth in sacks, uh, which is a very interesting um, paradigm there, but I I'm, I'm I want to see them try to play some more games, play some stunts and twists to try to get a because this Miami offensive line is that's a good offensive line. So you're going to need to create some simulated pressures to try to get to us uh, off his off his um, off his center a little bit. Because um, if you can do that, maybe you, you give yourself a chance. So again, I think to sum it all up, I think offensively you got to be aggressive a hundred percent of the time. Defensively, you got to give back, and you and, and you gotta you gotta make sure you not give up these supposed to play and pressure to like, It's Like very three simple things, but that's those are, those three things are not things that consistently Washington has done all year.
0: What do you think about the defensive front, like outside of Deron Payne? And, and the guys in the middle, like, who are the guys on the outside that are going to be incorporated in these simulated pressure looks and these stunts and twists, and, like, or, or is there anybody on the team that can still give you the level or anywhere near the level of production that you were getting with Sweat and, and Young?
1: Well, yeah, I, th- I think there are some guys that, that can do that. Obviously, they're not going to be as talented necessarily, like, as for the natural ability as, as Montez and Chase. But I think you know Casey Tuohill has been a pretty solid player for them throughout the entire year. Um, I could definitely see him doing some of that. Uh, Jonathan Allen, again, probably going to be—he's going to be heavily involved in that. Um, I could also see Andre Jones, their seventh-round pick uh, at Louisiana. I think he's going to be a guy that they—they've had a lot of high hopes for him. He really stood out in training camp. Didn't really have that impressive of the start of the season. So he's kind of been learning and growing as as the last over the last few weeks since the trade. Um, I could also see KJ Henry. KJ Henry is, has really improved. Uh, another another draft pick, fifth round out of Clemson. Um, he's he's shown a lot of promise recently. He's shown a lot of stuff that Rivera has said that he's seeing he's not seen out of bet players. I mean, that, that so that kind of shows you how how much he's grown over the last you know few weeks or so. Um, So I I think it's probably going to be a little bit of a group effort in terms of that. Um, You know, obviously it hurts that James Williams is probably trending towards being out. That's another starter for them. who's played pretty solid ball for them this year. Um, But I think they've still got some, some decent guys that they can rush the passer with. Um, But again, it's all about getting them in the right position because a lot of times they've been, they've just kind of been rushing one-on-ones and that hasn't always led to the most success. So, I think if you can try to get the simulated pressures, again, maybe do some loops, maybe do some, some, uh, some ET twists and things like that, I, I could definitely see that maybe yielding some more results, I think. And I think that's something that they're probably
2: going to try this game. Speaking about uh, – let's stick with the defense a little bit. What do you think the, – uh, the, is there a difference between what when Ron Rivera's uh, uh, calling the defense as opposed to your Jack Del Rio – do you see more or less the same? And what do you think their approach is? Are they going to be a little more aggressive this game? Try to blitz as often.
1: Mm, well, I I, th- I think that's it's you, we're going to have to see. I think is the big thing because you know I know a lot of people try to make a comparison whenever Ron took over the play call duties in Carolina back in twenty eighteen. Uh, hasn't he? He said it's not necessarily the same thing because um, it's not it's not really the same defense either. Um, so I would say we do know for a fact. That the defense is going to be a little more simplistic. I think they're going, to, you know, the parsing down has been a phrase that's been tossed around uh, Ashburn recently um, because I think there's been a lot of times, with those, a lot of these postal plays have become have come through with communication errors. Um, so ideally, you'd want to kind of simplify a lot of things, maybe stick to some more, maybe some more simple coverages. Uh, to try to at least – maybe maybe you're not going to be – maybe you might give up when you're supposed to play, but at least you're going to be in the right spot. And that's something that hasn't always been the case. I mean, there's been a lot of plays where, like, the guys the, – the receivers have been – there's nobody around them for, like, 20 yards, and they, may, they may make these touchdowns. Um, and, again, that goes back to a lack of communication and execution. Um, so I think that's, that's going to be the biggest difference. I think it's going to be a lot of simplifying of things. As for being aggressive – I I I want to I'd hesitate to say that they're going to be necessarily aggressive, even though they've been they've been bringing more pressure recently. Um, so I, I will see on that. Um, I would I would like to see them do, be more bring more pressure for sure. But I do know at least it's they're going to be a lot more simple stuff uh, just to get just to like get some of this thing stuff off the players' plates to try to put them in the best position to succeed. Zach, if it, if you have
3: Brian Robinson and Scary Terry, who
1: are you starting? Ooh, um, like on fantasy? Yes, sir. Ooh, okay. So, disclaimer: since I work for the NFL, <laughs> I'm not using this information <laughs> for any kind of gambling, any kind of money making <laughs> purposes, or anything like that.
2: Hey, um, disclaimer, but don't worry about that.
1: We'll see if some some other NFL agents are listening to this. I don't, I don't. I want them to let them know that I'm not using this for any other purposes other than that. Um, but I mean. <laughs> For, for me, for me personally, I always I, – I love B-Rob. Um, like, I love him as a player. I love his style. Um, now, Terry's a good – Terry's great. Um, but going against that secondary is going to be kind of tough. Um, I at least know that, you know, B-Rob's going to get the touches both uh, carrying the ball and as a pass catcher. And, he, like, low-key, B-Rob has some, like, some explosibility. When he gets the ball in his hands, like, in space, like, you need to watch out because I think he's, like – Top five among running backs and receiving yards, so he's got some clear ability. Um, so I would, I, to me, it would it probably be B Rob. Um, but again, like it, it will be tough. It, it's always tough to go against Scary Terry because Terry is he he's class personified.
0: Absolutely, I think uh, he's definitely one of the more underrated uh, wide receivers in the game, and it's it's nice that he finally got a a capable quarterback to kind of allow his talent to. To shine and Jahan Dotson's no slouch either. I, I was really high on him um coming out of the draft. Um I, I was I was definitely a fan and uh was definitely interested in him being a dolphin. Um but yeah, man. So uh going into this Sunday, Zach, if how would how, what are your keys to the game um for the commanders and um what do you what are you thinking as far as a score prediction?
1: Well so I would probably say, you know, keys to the game, protect Sam Howe, because that, that Miami front is scary. Like is I, I maybe not as maybe not as dominant as some of the other fronts that they've seen, but it's still that's a that's a top top ten front, I think. So you you gotta protect Sam Howe um because and the, this this team has kind of showed some inconsistencies on that, not just because of the offensive line, but because also because of Sam Howell himself. Some of the protection calls have not been always been the best. There's a lot of different factors for that. But either way, protect Sam Howell. Um, I think mean, you gotta put your receivers in ideal situations, a very easy situations to succeed. Now, again, that's gonna be tough against this this Miami secondary, but this these receivers have shown you maybe not as much this year, but if you get these guys one-on-one. Like and you get them in space, like they're they're gonna be a problem for any secondary. I'll I'll always say, you know, I would put this receiver trio up against any other receiver trio in the league. Uh, That's not just because I work for the team. I think this is an extremely talented group that excels against man coverage. I think they they have they they have some very crazy like uh, separation speed. Um, And when they're in space, like I said, like they're very quick and they're all very good route run. Um, so I think that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a big key for me. I have two on offense. I mean, defensively, you got again, you got to do the simulated pressures. You got to find a way to get to a, um, off it, uh, off off his center a little bit, get him get, get him flushed out a little bit. Try to make him make rush decisions. Um, and the uh, last one again, you got to get back. You got to avoid the explosive plays. That has been a crippling part of this team for not just this year, but for several years past. And there's going to be a lot of them this year, this week. There's just going to be. Jalen Wilde is going to make some plays. Ty- Tyreek Hill is going going to make some plays. Raheem Mostert is a monster uh, running the ball. You have to find a way to, to like, not let them kill you with the quick stroke. You've got to find a way to just let them bleed the clock a little bit and give yourself a, more opportunities to win. If not, it's going to be a long day like it's probably already going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a fight one way or the other. Um, But again, you give yourself the best chance when you can try to limit how many explosive plays you can, whether, even if it's one or two, that's going to give you more chances um, to, to go down the field and score whenever you get the ball back. So I think if they, if they follow those four, you got a good chance. And I think as far as score predictions go, you know I always I always suck at these but I would I would say no matter what I think Washington if Washington wins it's going to be a high scoring game I think that's that's going to be the case because I don't I think it's going to be hard to stop this Miami offense consistently and they're going to have to put honestly if Miami puts up 34 you got to put up 35 like that's just the way it is against this Miami offense and we'll see what they do I mean I think Washington's offense has shown at least some capabilities are doing that every now and again, but this is gonna be quite the test for
0: them. Zach man, thank you for your time, man. It's been great. Appreciate you uh coming on with us at Inside Leverage and uh much luck and success to you guys going forth. Uh not Sunday. Well, I, I, not that I don't wish you luck. I just don't want you to win. And uh we, we really need this going forth. And you guys will be much better off with a higher draft pick to go along with all the picks you've accumulated and you know, just go ahead and, and build around Sam Howell in the future, man, and, and figure out who's going to be, uh, running the show as the coach. Are you, are you a enemy guy, or are you, are you looking for someone else to come in?
1: I like enemy. I do. I, I like his style. Um, you know, I, I think he's, um, he's a guy that, you know, when, the, like, when he first started talking, I was bought in. Like, he's, he's a very inspirational guy. Like, I, I like, for everything that he is, the one thing I do appreciate is, like, he doesn't shy away from his, from his identity. Like, he sticks to who he is. He's very consistent in that regard, at least. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm i a big fan of the enemy. Um, whether he gets a head coaching job, you know, I, I, I've been saying he's a head coaching candidate for years now. So I was over the moon whenever we got him. Um, but I think no matter when he gets a head coaching job, whether it's next year, a couple years from now, like, that I, some team is going to benefit greatly from, from having
2: him. For sure. Oh yeah, enemy is. It, I love him, and and if there's gonna be a coaching change, hopefully, um, he's still there, and and Howell can kind of. Because I feel, I I like it. I like what they're doing with him now. He's learning through the experience. He's getting better now. It's all about this is an evaluation point. So you're just trying to figure out what's what's gonna what we need to fix so we can improve this offense. I like your offense. I like how, and I like uh, some guys on the on the team. So I think you guys are on the up and up. You just got to retool some things and uh, probably get better coaching later. I don't know if, if you guys feel Ron Rivera might get fired for next year, but I think you guys are on the up and up.
1: Well, all I'll say to that is, it's going to be an interesting offseason one way or the other. <laughs> that's That's the best I can say.
0: That's fair, that's fair, we, we get it, we get it. if you can man, send us over the uh the instagram man I, I'll check you out on the on the bacon side, man, see what you got going on,
1: yeah, for sure, yeah there's there's some good stuff in there. I haven't made uh made anything in couple, in a couple of weeks, but I might have some thanks for up here in a little bit.
0: Who do you who do you think takes the cake uh, offensively uh, <laughs> in this game? Who do you think's the the biggest performer? Do you think Sam Howell's gonna gonna come away with the with the major performance, or do you think you know maybe someone on the on the uh, Dolphin side comes away with the? I think Tyreek can have a, a big game.
1: I mean, I think I think Tyreek's probably gonna fill up the stat sheet no matter what happens. Um, but I would say I I'll say Tyreek Hill for for Miami and. Uh, for Washington, I would a couple different candidates. I mean, I mean, I I, I think it's I, I don't see them. I don't see Washington winning if, if Sam doesn't have a big day. So I'll I'll, I'll say Sam potentially because he's he's done well against some some better defenses too. So uh, he seems to rise to the challenge occasionally. So we'll we'll see what he does. But I'll, I'll say Sam on on from Washington and and Tyreek on the other side.
3: Well, uh, before on, on your way out the door, Zach, just in case you need some inspiration and in baking this week, Sam Howe, three turnovers. Let's get the turnover uh, pies <laughs> in the oven on Sunday.
0: Is there some apple turnovers going on, man? Are you, are, you, are you a turnover guy?
1: You know, they're okay. I haven't made them yet, uh, personally, but I'm pretty sure I could. They're, they don't look that hard, honestly. Like, I think uh, – I mean, I've made, I've made – I made French baguettes, so if I can make French baguettes, I can definitely make a turnover.
2: Hey, what listen, that, that's great. I like that. Sign me up.
0: What's your specialty, uh, Zach? Cookies. You sure. make cookies? Oh, okay.
2: Yeah,
1: oh yeah, I'm a big cookie guy. Um real quick,
2: uh, what's the trick to making them soft but keeping them firm because I always overcook them. Or undercook them. What's the temperature that you will
1: go? So, be, uh, so my, my 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 advice is always that so my cookies are always cooked at 375. Like well, the chocolate chip cookie recipe is. Um the trick is to make them soft is that you don't want to over mix like that. That's a big thing because if you over-mix the flour, it activates the gluten and that makes it hard. So you you wanna make sure that you usually what I'll do is like I'll put it in the mixer. I'll mix it up to where it's all like 90% like blended in. And then I'll take a I'll take a wooden spoon and I'll like mix, I'll finish mixing the dough by like with the spoon just to make sure that it's not over, over mixed. That's the key. If you can do that, you gotta sell some soft cookies.
2: Facts. I'm gonna I'm gonna tag you when I make them. Appreciate you. I, I just wanna let you know y'all
3: made fun of me for asking a fantasy question, and you asking cookie questions, the baking
2: questions. I just want Amen.
0: to know I, man, you're not you're not in the kitchen whipping enough, man. You don't know about about uh you know uh <laughs> separating those egg whites.
3: Yeah, Sir,
0: uh, I I, I, I cook and I bake and I have no questions. I'm good. <laughs> baking that um I, when I went through culinary school, we we ended up having to do like a baking course, not full-on baking. I was I always planned to go back, but um when I got into baking, it was so precise and it was so frustrating cuz any little thing that's off can throw off the the texture and the entire recipe in itself. So it's like everything has to be super down to the weight. Like you have to weigh out all your items and everything and make sure everything's super on point in well, order for you to get your desired result. Well so, well I'll guys do.
3: just 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 so I can get my two cents on this that's why they call me French because I, I am also a baker. The key to soft cookies is if it's bake cookies, the cookies you eat you eat if, if baked it, cookies, it tells you to bake the me. cookies to to for 15 minutes, me. you take the cookie out at 12 because the pan is already hot. It's going to be gooey when you take them out, but you let them sit on that hot pan. As they firm up in that five mm-hmm. minutes, you have the consistency you're looking for from a commercial. Yep. Okay. That's, in,
1: that, no, that's big, that's, that's truth. That's truth. Cause you can always add, you can always add time to You can't take it away.
3: Hey, don't get no better than that, Zach. You just, you, you said this out on the high note.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there we go.
0: Appreciate you, Zach. A bacon talk with a uh, inside leverage. Appreciate you for joining us. Uh, we'll have some recipes. We'll go ahead and send them over to you for you to try, man. Uh, let's see what we can uh, get cooking for you. But I appreciate you, again, giving us your time, Zach. It was a really great interview, very insightful. And, again, wish you guys a lot of luck this season going forth and especially um, every week after uh, Sunday. Appreciate it, y'all.
1: Y'all have a good one.